0: Welcome to this episode of the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. Uh, As we continue our study in the book of Matthew, we're in Matthew chapter 2. We begin to look at this chapter and dive into it. Keep in mind last uh, episode when we looked at Matthew chapter 1 that Christ had been born. Uh, He was called Christ or Jesus as we saw in verse 21 it's because he's going to save his people from their sins. And in verse uh, 24 or 23, we, we see that his name was Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God with us. Uh, very interesting that Christ did come. He fulfilled this by, sa- by saving their people, by giving us a way for salvation. Yet he also, as we see there in Matthew chapter uh, 1, God is with us. Uh, interesting that Matthew starts this in such a way because Christ ends it in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20 saying that I will be with you. Uh, it's very interesting that Christ says I, that God was with us. He gives us a plan. He gives us a salvation. Yet as we continue to study, he was born in, in chapter 2 and verse 1. Christ was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod. And behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem now you think in, keep in mind Herod here he Herod this time frame Herod dies at in 6 to 4 BC and, and so that Christ was right right around that same time frame giving us a timeline for this birth between 6 to 4 BC Christ, uh, Herod will die at the end of this chapter and we'll see that here in just a moment but here Herod is alive he, these wise men are coming from the east. Some say they're coming from Babylon or from Persia. And they're coming to see this king. In verse 2 saying, Where is he that is born, the king of the Jews? We have seen his star in the east. We've come to worship him. These wise men are Gentiles. They're coming to see him. Herod wants to find this kid. Find this child. Uh, as we see in verse 3, when he heard these things, he was troubled. He was upset. Jerusalem, that the city around him was upset because Herod was upset. Herod hears that they're saying this is the king of the Jews. He's wondering, is, is this child going to be the one that's going to overthrow him, take the throne from him? And He's thinking that, that this was Christ. He wants to kill this child, as we'll see here later on yet he hears all this news he gathers all the priests he gathers all the scribes together in verse 4 asking where is this child where is this child born they say in Bethlehem of Judea just as it was written by the prophets and interesting enough these wise men appear and and he calls them in privately saying hey you've seen this star Uh, you're going to worship him when you find him, when you find out where this child is, let me know. I want to go worship him. I want to fall down and, and worship him also. Bring me word. Now, if Herod's troubled about this child rising up and taking over his throne, it doesn't sound like, and he's doing this privately, he's kind of doing it behind closed doors, he's doing this to find out information it sounds like he doesn't want to worship him. He just wants to find out where this child is so he can eliminate this child. Interesting enough, these wise men, they go. He sends them back out so they can find, as we see there in, in, in verse 8. And they go out and find this child. They rejoice before this child and how wonderful that is that they do rejoice before this child. And oftentimes we see that the text there says wise men. And yet we've probably all seen the nativity scenes where the young child is in a manger. He's in a barn setting with all these animals around. His mother's there. His father's there. And then there's these three wise men. Keep in mind, the text is only saying that there were wise men. We get, many times, we we get this three wise men from the gifts that they brought in verse 11. If if we read very quickly, it says, And when they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. They fell down and worshipped him. And when they opened up their treasures... They presented him unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And there's a lot of discussion about what these gifts would represent, what they were. We, we know there's uh, incense there with frankincense and myrrh. There's gold for this kid, uh, something of wealth. And, and you think of that. Here's where we get that idea of three wise men. There's three gifts. So, well, if there's three gifts, there has to be three wise men. Well, we don't know that for sure. There could be more wise men, yet they here they were coming and worshiping this child, the star that they had won, the prophet, the one the prophets had talked about, and how interesting that is that they come. these wise men in verse twelve are warned, don't go back to Herod, go and they go a different way. Uh, if they would have went through Jerusalem, went back toward Herod, they would probably be pressured. To go in and find out where this child was. Yet in verse 13 we're told that an angel appeared of the Lord appeared to Joseph. And told Joseph to flee to Egypt. Uh, until he was told that Herod was dead. That he could safely come back. And this is actually fulfillment of Hosea 11 verse 1. It says when Israel was a child then I loved him. And called my son out of Egypt. Again, fulfillment that they were to go down into Egypt. Matthew says Jesus fulfilled it. He completely uh, fulfilled this prophecy. He was the answer to the to this prophecy, and it is very interesting. We can see some similarities here between the flight to Egypt, and, and even if we look at Moses. You would go back to Moses and think of Moses' life. His life was threatened by Pharaoh. Uh, as as Is- Israel, that great nation, grew, um, Pharaoh wanted to kill the children kill the male children so his christ's life was threatened by a king moses life was threatened by a king they both involved egypt there was a a great slaughter of male children that would take place so there is some similarities there between moses and christ at this point yet christ flees to egypt so herod could not destroy him as we look at the text, we see this. That in verse 14, it says, When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night, departed to Egypt, and was there until the death of Egypt, verse 15, of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken uh, of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I will call my son. There, Hosea 11.1. 1. Then Herod, Herod, when he saw that he was mocked by the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth, and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, in uh, that all the coast thereof, from two years old and under, according of the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Herod really makes this blanket statement here. He, he sees that the wise men deceived him and fled from him and says, Hey, I will just take care of it. I'll kill all the male children that are two years old or under. Yeah, I'll just blanket everything in Bethlehem, make sure that I don't leave any stone unturned so I can eradicate this problem. And this was also a prophet. As we see from Jeremiah in verse 18, it says, In Ramah, uh, there was a voice heard, limitations and weepings and great mournings. Uh, Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted because they are not. You think of that, how sad that is that this took place. This is fulfilled, fulfillment of Jeremiah 31 verse 15. The, the crying, the tra- national tragedy of children dying because of this wrath that came from Herod. How sad that is. Yet in verse 19 as we continue in our text, when Herod died, behold, another angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel for they are dead which sought the child's life. Uh, they arose they came back out of Egypt Uh, again fulfilling prophecy if we continue to look at, at the prophecies of what's going on and turn again and see what is happening and how wonderful this is that they are coming back out of this out of they survived this death uh, for, survived all these problems and uh, we can actually go and, and see that this is what has taken place. And yet here they are coming back. Uh, they, they don't return exactly to where they they came from. they go to a different place. Uh, they, they go back to Nazareth again to protect the, to protect the child to keep him safe, Uh, from what is going on. If we turn to Amos chapter 2 and verses 10 uh, and 12, it says, Also I have brought you up from the land of Egypt and led you forty years through the wilderness to possess the land of Amorite. I have raised up your sons for for prophets and of your young men for Nazarites. It is even thus, O ye children of Israel, saith the Lord. But ye gave the Nazarites wine to drink and commanded the prophets to uh, the prophets, saying, "Prophesy not." They they go to to Nazareth, again probably to keep the child safe, uh, to to get him from not in Bethlehem. People would still be looking and saying, "Look, hey, maybe he's still around this area, maybe he's still in this this uh, region." So they go to Nazareth, and interesting enough, when we think of Nazareth, uh, Nazareth was not a city that commanded much respect. It's a small village in Galilee. It was mostly Gentiles in the area. There was a synagogue there, but thus there were some Jews, but the Jews of the south did not view the Jews of north north very well. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, we think of, of Nazareth. Uh, in John chapter 1, verse 45 and 46, Philip as we read there philip findeth nathaniel said and said unto him we have found him of whom the moses in the law and the prophets did write jesus of nazareth the son of joseph and nathaniel said unto him can any good thing come out of nazareth philip said unto him come and see nathaniel there having that that mindset What good could come from Nazareth, this small town where there's Gentiles and there's not many Jews, there's not much respect, what good could come from it? Yet that's where Christ came from, that's where he fulfilled this prophecy. Yet for us, we look at this chapter, it's very interesting to see that God is in control he he continues to be in control he continues to take care of this young child and making sure that he is safe it's a wonderful lesson for us just to know that that God was going to provide for this child to make sure that everything was taken care of that this child was safe sending him down to Egypt bringing him back out bringing him to the the, the region around Nazareth and yet God is in control even in our lives today you think of the providence of God and, and how this worked out for God and for Christ. Yet, yeah, how wonderful that is. Yet, as we continue to study uh, our next episode, we're, we're going to be diving into Matthew chapter 3. We're going to be looking at John the Baptist, the one that is going to prepare the way for Christ, to make it ready for the ministry of Christ and Christ is going to be coming back onto the scene. We see the baptism of Christ in this in chapter three, and, and then we, we really start to dive into Christ's ministry. Uh, we're getting closer to chapter five. We see the temptations of chapter in chapter four, uh, kind of giving us a precursor what's to come. Chapter five begins that sermon on the mount. How wonderful it is, and the great teachings of our Lord. He really starts his ministry there. And starts to teach and, and proclaim healing people. And how wonderful that is. But yet for, for our lesson today. Chapter 2. Christ uh, has come back. He went down to Egypt. He's been born. He's fulfilling prophecy. Christ. God is in control. Saving the child. Keeping him safe. And his family safe. Going to Nazareth. Where he was going to grow. How wonderful that is. Again, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this study this morning of this wonderful chapter in chapter two, looking at, at the the life of Christ as in his young life, the the fleeing down to Egypt, and I can add, I, as we begin to look at this chapter, we need to continue to look and study the book of Matthew. How wonderful the gospel is! Yet I, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Continue to listen. Continue to join us in this study. Continue to study as we see in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 that we are commanded to study the Word of God, to show ourselves approved. And also like us on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page. We do keep that updated on, on what's coming up, the podcast and information there about what's going on. Uh, with the podcast, I encourage you to to subscribe to this podcast, to like us on Facebook, and continue to study with us. Until next time, thank you for listening, and, and keep studying the Word of God.